Real quick, friends, before we dive into today's episode, I've got a special invitation for you to join me live and in person for my upcoming masterclass, Your Three-Step Visibility Engine. In this class, I'm giving you the juicy secrets to my playbook on showing up in front of a bigger audience and how you can create your playbook to use on rinse and repeat. Grab your seat at podcaster.com forward slash masterclass. See you there. Welcome to The B Word, the podcast for women who want to unlock the clarity needed to put your big girl panties on and rock your real estate career like the true boss you are. I'm Joanne Bolt, your host, and together we'll dive into the things your broker doesn't teach you in order to own your own truth, disown the things getting in your way to finding your place, and stop apologizing for the obstacles you have to overcome along the way. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome back to The B Word. Today, I have got my guest, Ashley Schubert, with me. Let's go ahead and kick off today with letting her give us a little peek behind the scenes on exactly what it is to run her business and who she is and how she got where she is today. Hi, Joanne. Thanks for having me on here. Thanks, Ashley. I'm super excited. Well, I have been in real estate for almost 10 years now. That sounds really weird to say, but yeah, it's been about a decade in the business. Um, I started when I was 25 years old and I was 40 weeks pregnant with my first baby when I took my real estate exam. Oh so my goodness. That's kind of a funny visual now to think back on. And that was really the time I hopped into it. And now fast forward almost 10 years, I have five kids. So my oldest is nine and then all the way down to 19 months. Wow. I have one, one girl and four boys. And so I like to say they provide me with lots of laughs and stories and struggles <laughs> um, as I'm sure you can all relate to. I also own a brokerage here in Edmond, Oklahoma. It's called Flourish Real Estate Group. And I own that with a co-owner. So we started that in 2019. We wanted to create a brokerage for people to really thrive, not just in business, but at home and in life. So that's that's a big deal to us. So I do writing and speaking. I have three books out in the marketplace and then two workbooks. So my my first book is called Raising a Business and Babies. And it is by far the most popular. You can find it on Amazon. But it really talks about my journey of truly raising a business while having and raising babies. And so I think a lot of women can relate to that on a lot of levels. And then I host a podcast called Business and Babies, where I just talk to other moms and even dads about how they run their businesses raise their kids and and try to do it well. Um, I live in Oklahoma on a 40 acre little ranch. So we have cows and horses and a few dogs and we just love being outside. And my husband's an entrepreneur too. So we're living the life. That sounds fantastic. All right, let's unpack some of what you just said. You, you have five kids, girl, what, like, what is your number one piece of advice for other moms in real estate on how in the heck do you handle a business as big as opening your own brokerage when you got five babies at home. Yeah. Um, the, you know, something that really comes to me, my pastor says is the pressure is good for you. I think a lot of times we feel pressure and we run away from it, but I think if you just lean into the pressure and, and let yourself feel it and say, that's okay. Uh, it's going to make you stronger, more equipped and a better leader. I, I tend to agree with you. And I love that you said that. Um, what, what prompted you guys to like, 
I mean, you've been in this for 10 years. You've owned your own brokerage for what, three now? So where did you start and what made you move into owning your own brokerage? Well, I started, I had a team of about four agents at that time. So I was the team leader operating my team. And then my co, um, my co-owner, she also had a team and we came together one day and said, we either need to join forces because we're going down the same lane or we need to start a brokerage. And it just made more sense at that time to start a brokerage. We didn't see any other brokerage at that time doing what we were doing or what we wanted to do. And so we just jumped head in and took off and it came from two little small teams to now this really thriving brokerage of men and women. And what's been your biggest learning moment during that process? Um, I think it's really, you know, hard when you're running a business and a brokerage because it feels like your baby. And so it's a little bit hard to, um, to, to bring another partner in, first of all, and learn how to work together. And then also, you know, agents are going to leave and they're going to start and life's going to change. And I think it's hard not to take things super personally, because like I said, your business is your baby in a sense. So I think it's just seeing the business as its own separate entity and not taking things too personally. Amen, sister. You know, one (laughs) of the things that we've talked about on this show and other episodes is that female and that, that woman factor of being entrepreneurs and owning our business. And you just hit the nail on the head When you have agents leave your team or in your case, your brokerage, we can take it super personally because that's how we're wired as females. How do you handle it when that happens? I think it's, gosh, it's so important to, to, to be in the moment and to feel it. But I think it's also important to learn to separate yourself from those feelings and to say, you know, just because she leaves doesn't mean we can't still be friends or just because she leaves doesn't mean she's unhappy with me. It's not taking things so personally. And, and, you know, for me being an Enneagram three, I don't have a lot of emotion. A lot of times it's easy for me to skim past and not feel so, but I think it's important to feel a little bit and allow that in yourself, but also move past it quickly. Agreed. Oh my gosh. That is a fantastic little truth bomb dropped right there for all of our team owners that are listening in. All right. So Ashley, tell us what have you got going on today in your business world? You've opened a brokerage, you're rocking and rolling out there. Hopefully you're not tipping the cows at night. I know we used to, (laughs) Georgia, where I grew up and we had the cows, but what is, what does a day-to-day life look like for you? Well, you know, day to day, I have three kids in school full time um, and their dad's taking them to school for the first time ever this year, which has been huge. Uh, We also hired a full time au pair for the first time. So I have, you know, a lot of help with childcare for the first time ever for the first, gosh, I don't know, eight years of my business. I, I operated on a Mother's Day out schedule, which is two days a week, nine to two. And now I have a lot more flexibility and freedom which has allowed me to expand my horizons and and just accomplish a lot more. So starting day to day, I like to get the kids out the door. I sit down and read my Bible, read a little personal development book, write out my goals and my checklist for the day, which is huge, and then work through my planner. And then I just go based on what I need to do for the day. And I still only work until about three. Then it's time to pick kids up and come home. And we try to be outside and cook dinner and have dinner around the table each night. And then at that point, I'm just working in the margins. Awesome. You guys, 
anyone listening to this podcast episode, I want you to hone in on one key thing that Ashley just gave you all permission to do. And it is to run a massive business from nine to three. Yeah. I mean, if I'm hearing correctly, Ashley, you have given yourself permission. Yes, there are things that will come up past three o'clock. Yes, there will be contract deadlines that you have to adhere to and follow up on. But for the most part, your family comes home at three o'clock and you're all in. Y'all are outside, you're playing, you're cooking dinner. You have given yourself permission to not work yourself ragged. Yeah, I think something that's so important for entrepreneurs is you are your own boss. And like you said, giving yourself permission to say, I started my own business so I could have the life I wanted, not so that my life can run me. How long into the business did it take you to kind of get, get to where you gave yourself that mental permission? I feel like about four years in is when I started saying, okay, I'm doing this business for a bigger purpose than just selling and making money. It was really to serve people to help people, to fulfill my calling. But then honestly, to really connect and start feeling this way was eight to nine years in. What prompted you to take that step back and and give yourself that permission? Or was it just something that naturally occurred? It did naturally occur. I feel like I looked back on my goals and said, gosh, I have been grinding for eight years, nine years, very, very hard And yes, I was able to spend a ton of time with my family and and raise my kids. And like, I don't have any regrets on that, but I also didn't allow myself to have any fun, truly. Like I didn't have any hobbies. I didn't do anything fun for me. It was either work or my family. That's it. And Mm. I thought, gosh, that's just not really the life I want to have for the next five years looking forward. So by golly, like I'm taking up crocheting. I'm learning how to sew. I'm starting to ride horses again. I'm playing basketball. I'm just, I'm really focusing on life's not just about working and then being home. It's about enjoying it. And, and that's hard for me. If, you know, for a lot of people, it's fun is easy. And for me, I have to, I have to be aware and plan my fun. Ooh, being intentional and planning your fun. That, that's a really, that is difficult to do. I think we all fall into the trap of work, work, work. The client is calling. We need the next client. We got to answer. And we just forget to sit back and have fun. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think fun gets pushed to the back so easily and, and trying new things. I think when you're young and in college and high school, it's, and even as a young married person, it's, it's easy to, you know, just do spontaneous things and, and all that. And when you get older and have more responsibilities, you forget about fun. And and it's important to keep that in your life. Awesome. All right. So one thing that we always ask our guests is what is, if you could define one boss moment in your career and life, what would that boss moment be for you when you just took control of the business and you said, here it is, here I am. You know, I have several things that come to mind truly, but I think the one that I want to share is there's a couple, but I'll pick one. Um, (laughs) True um, bosses have more than one. That's right. It's hard to think of one. I was a team leader at this point and my team had won an award and I had just had a new baby. He was a few weeks old. And I remember them telling me, you can't bring your baby to the award ceremony. You have to choose. 
And I said, oh my gosh, I won this huge award at this point, but I also wasn't leaving my three week old at home for several hours. And so I got dressed up in my fancy dress and I strapped my baby on me and we went to that award ceremony and um, I received the award and I still have the picture of it, of me holding a trophy in one hand and my baby in the other one. And I think it just defied those odds, said, you know what, you can do both and you can do both well and you don't need permission to do so. Oh, I love that. And I'm, I'm sorry that someone told you you couldn't bring the baby, but man, girl, I'm, I am super inspired and proud of you for saying the heck I'm not and doing it right. anyway. You know, it's just, I think the world wants us to choose so often. And that's why women have such a hard time of saying what's more important. And I just think we can break that mold if we don't have to choose, like we can have it all and, uh, and that's okay. Yeah. Amen. All right. So you and I met because I was reaching out to you to be a speaker at the upcoming focus conference in March. And I am, I mean, I'm honored and I am thrilled beyond belief that you agreed to come speak for us. Tell our audience a little bit, give them a little sneak preview of what you're going to be teaching on. I'm so excited to be there. It'll actually be my first time at Atlanta besides in the airport. So that'll be cool. Um, Not too far from you guys. I'm going to be talking about how to win at work and at home. Like I said, I think usually it's like, here's how to win at work or here's how to be great at home and practical tips. This is going to be both. How can you win at work, at home, at life? And you're going to walk away, I hope, feeling inspired. And also just with a lot of practical ways you can leave and implement quickly into your life. So that's that's my goal of each time I speak. I think that's going to be so super critical. You know, it'll be critical for all of the women that attend this conference to listen to that because we all have stuff besides work we need to learn to win at. But especially for our moms, you know, of the preschool age, middle school age kiddos, I think that that one is going to be that session that they will be clamoring to sit in on because so many of them need someone to give them permission to have the baby and do the work and not feel guilty about it and not feel shamed about it or just not know what the heck they're doing. Yeah, totally. I think, like I said, we can talk super practical. We can talk about how to take a stinking maternity leave and not feel guilty about it, which I did not do several times. And then I learned how to do that better. We can talk about, you know, just, just how do you do both and how do you find fulfillment in both areas? Oh, so important. So important. All right, Ashley. Well, I want to thank you again for coming on and being on the podcast for agreeing to be one of our breakout sessions and keynote leaders at the focus conference. Is there anything you want to leave our audience with today from your perspective? Um, I think it would be great to leave them with just starting and ending your day. Well, starting now, take the necessary steps even if they're small ones, to make a change in your life, you know, read your Bible, read a good book in the morning, listen to a great podcast as you're driving, end your day, spending quality times with your kids and your husband. That sounds like small things, but it really goes a long way. So focus on the small steps to be great. That's amazing. All right, guys, until next time, join us here again on The B Word. 